You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School, episode 181, Feng Shui for Sleep. Welcome to episode 181 of the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. We teach a Feng Shui certification course online at mindfuldesignschool.com. Check us out. Be sure to sign up for our mailing list. We have special free workshops and opportunities that are only available to our newsletter subscribers. Go to mindfuldesignschool.com, scroll to the bottom, and sign up for our mailing list. Before we get started about sleep, we wanted to let people know that we have some info sessions coming up about our certification, right? Yeah. So make sure that you're on our mailing list and you can go to our homepage at mindfuldesignschool.com. Scroll down to the bottom and then you can, if you aren't already signed up, you can sign up because we will be letting you know through our newsletter. And yeah, we have info sessions where we will go over the program, the six month, 100 hour mentorship feng shui certification program that we teach. Yes. And then sometimes we usually start with a little bonus feng shui floor plan boot camp. So again, like be sure to sign up for our mailing list because we send all this out to our mailing list subscribers and you can join these free classes that we have. Yeah. And we're going to have our free feng shui basics class coming up too. Oh, right. Because that's really, people loved it last time we did it. I don't know. I want to say six months ago, maybe Mm -hmm. it was really popular. Yeah. January we did it. Okay, well, today we're going to talk about sleep, right, Laura? Yeah, we're going to talk about sleep, feng shui for sleep. And this is a pretty important topic. It's, you know, we're in a time right now where sleep is a pretty important commodity and something you can't buy. And so a lot of us struggle with insomnia or with anxiety that impacts our sleep. And feng shui, you know, you're, I obviously we'd obviously recommend working with your healthcare professional to start with, but feng shui is a nice add-on and it's a nice way to accompany, to help, to support what you're doing in your life to help alleviate your struggle with, with lack of sleep, because it's a really, it's a very real problem. And it can come from many different reasons, just anxiety, you know, hormonal, life external forces in your life that you can't, you know, you can't change. And so you can try to at least give yourself and your setup at home and use some simple tools to try and at least make it a little bit easier on you and to make sleep come maybe a little bit more easily. I mean, I know I often struggle with, I don't have trouble falling asleep, but I often will wake up in the middle of the night And when you wake up in the middle of the night or come to in the middle of the night around two or three, the things that you think about are so much more amplified. And if you thought about the same thing during the day, when you were walking around, you're like, why would I, why did that keep me up at night? So we're going to end today with a really simple meditation to try and release some of that anxiety. Okay. That we do in, it's a modification of a more in-depth method that we use in BTB and black sex feng shui. So Angie, we have a list here. I'm going to get you to explain probably the most fundamental. If you were as a feng shui practitioner, somebody comes to you and says, I can't sleep. What's the first thing you look at? Well, we would look at the bed position. Mm-hmm. So that brings us to the commanding position. 
ideally for your bedroom, you want to set your bed up so that you are in the commanding position, which means that while you're laying in bed, or let's say if you're sitting up with your back against your headboard, that you can see the door to your bedroom without directly being in line with the door to the bedroom. So you don't want to be right in the path of the door. Usually you want to be diagonal from the door or kitty corner from the door. So you can see the door. You could see anything that's coming towards you. You could see anyone walking into the room, but you don't want to be right there when they walk in so that they bump into you. So I, so you wouldn't want your bed, let's say, directly across from the door or with the headboard on the same wall as the door if possible. But if you can't do that because however your bedroom is architecturally set up, you can place a mirror so that you can see the reflection of the door while you're laying in bed. But this is the second option. The first option would always be to first move the bed. And when you are in command, this helps your sleep because when you're, you're in your bedroom and when you're sleeping, you are in a passive state, a yin state, like yin versus yang, right? And your subconscious mind is aware that you're in a precarious situation when you can't see the door your fight or flight response is activated because your mind knows that it can't see the door. So it feels like it's under stress. And that in turn doesn't allow you to rest as much as you could or as fully as you can. And it affects how well you can sleep because, you know, you spend so many hours in this position and you want to be as restful as you can be. So you want to be in a safe position while you're sleeping. Yes. You know, if somebody asked a feng shui practitioner, you know, what's the basic, that's definitely, that's where they would start. That's the first thing. Then the next thing I would say that you should consider is what function is your bedroom serving? A lot of times we are multitasking with our bedrooms and sometimes it's because space is at a premium and that is absolutely understandable. If space is not at a premium and you're just trying to, I don't know, it's a convenience factor or you want all entertainment in your bedroom because you know this, that, and whatever the reason is, you know, we would encourage you to think about, let's try to set up your bedroom so that it's really focused on sleep and intimacy, obviously, as the second part. But again, we're talking about sleep. So the number one function of your bedroom should be really to rest and to sleep. So we, as feng shui practitioners, recommend to avoid TVs, to avoid computers, exercise equipment, electrical, any of that added electrical equipment and stimulated it's, it's fire chi because it's running a lot of, of energy through literally electrical energy. And these machines create more stimulation through, you know, fire energy or fire chi and fire chi is one that is not something that you want to have more of in a place where you want to be very quiet and you want it to sleep because it's stimulating. There's a place for these energies and, you know, you pick and choose where they're, where they're going. And in the bedroom, you want to avoid some of them. So I would say for those of you that can cover, unplug, remove those, do that. So if you can't remove, unplug. If you can't, you know, if you then just cover them as well, like just try to get them douse that energy out as much as possible. If you have to make 
your bedroom a multifunctional room. So you have a desk there, you have your workspace set up there, you know, maybe you're sleeping and you also have like your living area, you're in a one room. Try to create zones, energetic zones. When you're working on your computer, try to work at your desk, you know, which is in your room and create these zones where you have your your work time, but then when you shift and you're going into your bed, you have to sort of create a distinction so that you understand, okay, now I'm moving into an area where I'm going to start to wind down and I'm not going to get overstimulated. So these are things you can think about when you set up your room. The other thing, which I'll go right into just kind of because it goes on this is take a look how the energy is flowing. So the next one I'd say, we kind of say, is the chi flowing? Again, this has to do with setup. So is it hard to get into your bed or into your bedroom? When we look at a floor plan or when we're talking to a client or when we're doing consultation, one of the things we look at is how difficult it is it to get to the bedroom, how difficult it is to get into bed. And if you're having to walk around, move, kind of step over, you know, fiddle with a door that sticks, you know, stuff like that. You need to correct those things because that is impacting not only your sleep, but actually a lot of other things in your life. So check out the path to your bed, check out the entering into your bedroom, then take a look at what's going on in the bedroom in terms of artwork, furniture, look at the kind of artwork you have hanging over your bed. What is it? Is it light? Is it airy? Is it uplifting? Or is it heavy? And maybe it causes you to think a lot. You know, artwork is, I would never say just have, you know, flowers all over your, you know, light fairy, you know, nice stuff. But different types of artwork have different places in the home. Artwork that stimulates thought, it's provocative, it's interesting. There's a place for that. It's not over your bed. So, you know, give that some thought. Also shelving. Often we see people, this is if you have trouble sleeping and if you have a shelf, a floating shelf over your head when you're sleeping, it's another thing that you will want to avoid if you're having difficulty sleeping. And also I would say if you're having that, you know, where you're waking up at three in the morning with all of these thoughts, like you have all of this stuff to do and anxiety, anytime you have anything pressing or close to the head, it adds pressure and stress. So look, look at that. And then the last thing I would say is check clutter behind the bedroom door. Make sure your bedroom door can swing fully open, that you don't have, you know, 800 robes and towels behind it so that it kind of, you push the door open and it bounces back and hits you in the face. So clear what's behind the door um, as well. So that, that mouth of chi, the entry, the, the energy can enter into your bedroom unobstructed. Yeah. And also pay attention to what you have underneath your bed. Mm, Yes. Because if you have some emotionally charged or active items under your bed, that can affect your chi and your sleep. So ideally, you want to have nothing under your bed. But if you have to have something under your bed, choose sleep-related items like pillows or blankets or sheets. You want to avoid things that are emotionally charged. For instance, divorce papers or letters from an ex i was just talking to someone from good housekeeping about this and it's like it's so it's so much it's so much common sense right so say you keep letters from an ex right and 
you're keeping the letters from the ex because those items have a lot of emotion attached to them. So you're already acknowledging that they're very powerful, energetic items, right? And then to put them under your bed while you're sleeping, when you're in a passive state, no wonder you're up all night or, <laughs> or you can't move on from that relationship because these are very powerful items. Otherwise, you would just dispose of it, right? Because mm -hmm. no, it's very meaningful. So you, you're, you've given it so much meaning and so much energy. And then it's affecting your restfulness and your ability to maybe move on from a relationship. So, so even things also like luggage or books or shoes are pretty active. So have sleep related items. And oh, and also the other thing I was thinking of having a lot of intellectually stimulating books, just like Laura was talking about artwork, having like, if you're staring at a bookshelf full of intellectually stimulating books, you know, that could affect your sleep as well because it's so active. And then moving into the idea of color, what kinds of colors? And now this, I will say right now, this, this is like a whole episode into itself, which I we've actually done, or also something that if you're really concerned that the colors you've picked in your bedroom are not working for you, you may want to consider working with a consultant because it's very personal and there's many ways where a consultant, feng shui consultant can get to the right color. So they can get to the, the figuring out the right color by talking to you and seeing what comes up in terms of the words you use in terms of what's going on in your life. That will give them some indication of the elemental energy that's coming. So they'll know what you need to support you to balance that out. They could look at their nine stars. You could look at your astrology and see what kind of energy you have there, elemental energy that you make up that drives you. And so do you need something to maybe balance you out? So it depends. So it's very personal. Choosing color is very personal, but we can sort of tell you overall what some of the colors mean from a feng shui standpoint. And then maybe that can help you, you know, think about it. So the color yellow is connected with earth energy. Bright, sunny yellow is obviously sunshine. It's very uplifting. You know, deeper yellows connect into the earth element, which is nurturing, grounding energy, very stable energy. White is one of my favorite colors to have for a bedroom. It's pretty neutral. You don't necessarily want a super blinding white, but it can provide a great canvas for incorporating different colors through artwork. And it's a color that's related to precision and joy and organization. So if that's something that you would like to embrace more of, white's a great color to work with. The next color that we were thinking about was green. So green is, and I would say also in that in this category are mid-tone blues, like teals, that sort of color range. Those all connect with wood chi or wood energy, which is a really great energy if you are feeling low, if you're feeling lethargic. I wouldn't say it's stimulating to sleep, but it's definitely adds vitality and it can definitely support you in that area. It's growth. It's starting things. It's like springtime energy. Mm -hmm. And more softer tones of greens and blues can be very mm -hmm. healing as well. And then we can move on to pinks and peaches. So light pinks and peaches are pretty soothing and they're 
considered more feminine colors and related to self-care and also related to attracting a romantic partner. Uh, if you listen to our last episode, we chatted about fruits and the last fruit we talked about was peach. So there's something called peach blossom luck and it is kind of an energy that can attract a romantic partner. And so painting your bedroom or bringing in the colors of peach specifically can help invite a partner. And pink just is a softer color to invite more softness into your life. And then we'll end with dark colors. I'm talking dark, dark. Again, everyone's different and everyone's energy is different. It's very yin. If you go too dark, you're bringing in the water element, which can go to the area of being more depressing and cold. So you just have to, again, watch it. It can be really dramatic and really beautiful. You'd want to work with a consultant to see if it's the right color for you. But just so you know, you know the, the connection energetically is a colder, quiet yin energy. Yeah, the only times I've actually really, most recently that I can remember, I've recommended to two students in our certification program to change their room color. Bedroom color is is when they painted their rooms dark, dark, like a charcoal or black, but not because of the color, but because they were both suffering from depression and their chi was, their energy was really low and they were feeling, you know, fear and and depression and very low energy. So the color of their bedroom being so dark was not supporting them. So there's nothing wrong with painting your bedroom in dark colors, but if you're feeling super depressed and very low and dark, then the dark colors will just enhance that feeling. And then just to close out before we're going to do our little releasing of stress and anxiety med meditation quickly, lighting is really important. So first of all, make sure that you can control the amount of natural light. One, you should be able to access the natural light to be able to open your blinds when you're when it's daytime, because that helps to clear the chi. But then when you're sleeping, you know, you have to have the ability to black that out. So blackout blinds are really important. And that's really, you know, you've got to balance, you've got to help your body understand through circadian rhythms what's going on. So you need to use blinds and window treatments where necessary. I'd also say avoid fluorescent lighting overall, because it just messes with your, your whole energy. And it, it will like, it's like, blue light. It's like zing. It's like, it just makes your body like vibrate. So avoiding that if possible. Okay. So let's close with a really simple meditation. It's not even that it's breath work essentially. And I know a lot of you may have your own meditation techniques or breathing exercises. And this one is based on a method that we use, which is part of a bigger series. And we call it the inhale exhale method when you learn the full one. And what we're going to teach you is a very simple way you can visualize that you're clearing out all of that sort of anxious, stressy chi that you might be bringing into your bedroom and with you that, that evening. And the key to this is to not do be forceful, to be very relaxed and to release. Okay. So you know, sit down on the edge of your bed, feet grounded, feet, you know, rooted on the ground. You can put your hands on your thighs and just relax, shoulders down, really relaxed. And you're going to take an inhale. And as you inhale, you're going to visualize that through the soles of your feet, that there is light 
or whatever color you want to pick. But basically, as you inhale, all that new chi that you're breathing in is kind of filling you up, right? So your feet, feet comes in, inhale past your knees, your thighs, up your body until you fill up to the crown of your head. And as you visualize that, you're going to visualize that all that new chi that you just inhaled instantly transmutes and changes all of the energy that's there already. And you're going to expel it with the exhale. Okay. So you inhale and then very gently exhale, let it all out and exhaling with an open mouth through the mouth. So you inhale through the nose again, visualizing that, that you can visualize a color, white light, you know, golden light, whatever, you know, whatever works for you. And then all the way to the crown of your head, it's transforming all that chi. And then you're releasing what does not serve you through a long, slow exhale through the mouth. And you can visualize that you're releasing anxiety, stagnant chi, whatever it is, you know, again, don't have to work too hard on visualizing because just the act of the inhale and the exhale is doing what needs to be done. And you can do nine of those. Okay. We love nine. So do nine of those. Be very gentle. Don't do it fast because you're just going to get your, you know, your heart rate up. So do it really simple and quiet. And then at the end, you can set an intention. You can leave with one thought of, you know, what was something that, you know, brought you joy that day, or what is something that brings you peace and calm. Okay. And then you can read a book before bed, turn the lights low, something that gets your body prepared for sleep. Thank you so much, Laura. So we hope that everyone will get some restful sleep tonight and in the future using feng shui. And thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. You can tune in every Monday for a new episode. And if you like our podcast, please share it with others. Subscribe, leave a review or a rating. And please sign up for our mailing list. You can go to mindfuldesignschool.com, scroll to the bottom and sign up for our mailing list. It's also in the show notes. And we have special classes and workshops and we have a special Feng Shui Basics five-week course coming up. So we hope you will um, be on our mailing list to be invited to sign up for that. And it's completely free. And thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week.